to Expounded Universe, Season 20, Episode 7, An Embarrassment of Captas. The book, Lando Calrissian in the Flamewind of Ozeon by L. Neil Smith, the year 1982. Chapters, The Last Ones, with your hosts Jeff and John. Let's go! Hey everybody, welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars novel discussion podcast where we discuss Star Wars novels. And we're the only one. I mean, there there might be there might be another one, but I don't know and I don't want to know. No, I'm pretty sure they're at, uh, we're the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think we're the only Star Wars podcast. We're definitely the only Star Wars podcast. We probably should have called ourselves the Star Wars podcast. Then people would know. Branding, it would have helped a little bit, but we yeah. didn't, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely the only ones. And the wonderful thing about Expounded Universe is Expounded <laughs> Universe is a wonderful thing. <laughs> so, how you doing, John? I'm doing great, man. The The end of this book really snuck up on me. Uh, yeah, I did not realize we were doing a finale this week until just... Yeah, until I finished the three chapters and saw the start of the next book. Because oh, we've I, got these big com- compilation novels. Oh yeah, I mean it's got all three of the Lando Calrissian adventures in there. Yeah, so I was just reading through, and about halfway through the second of three chapters today, I went, "Wait a minute, are we? Is this the end?" Because I was like, "This feels like they're starting to wrap things up." It kind of wraps things up incredibly fast. It's you know, I know these are novellas and not novels that we're reading at the moment. So I I'm should be ready for quick exits from the story, but this one hits hard. <laughs> this the, one it, straight Irish goodbyes you. Oh, it does because they introduce a bunch of stuff, and then they're just like, "Shall we address it?" Nay. Next book. <laughs> <laughs> Find us later. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I am fairly certain because the third book in the series is my favorite, and I remember it a little more than I do the other two. Mm-hmm. They don't address any of that shit. It just Why starts another book. I mean, it's not like they address fucking anything from an entire solar system suddenly having a brand new uplifted race back in it they were just like eh. kind of, they, they mention it at the they mentioned least. that it happened yes. and not any repercussions of it <laughs> there's a bunch of people who were like lando aren't you the guy who did the thing in the rafa system and he's like ah yes and we also had a dude wearing a life crystal in this in this uh, set oh, of chapters. Of course, of course. And I think we even in this particular set of three chapters, we had uh, Gepta mention it again, where he was just like, "Well, yes, because that's why I died. Off him. It's why he's angry." Yeah. <laughs> that said, I am also happy to have been vindicated from the previous episode. I was right about something entirely by accident. Yeah. I did not remember it, and no. I'm, I'm, I was thrilled when you brought it up. I was like, "Oh shit, that does make sense." <laughs> so we'll get there, though. For now, what what happened last week? Well. What happened last week was that uh, it turned out that Bahua Mutta was actually Roker Gepta. The whole time. <laughs> I was the turkey all along. Uh, so it turned out he was using the powers of illusion, Michael, to uh, that's his that's his school of force. Yeah, illusion, training. Michael, illusion, Michaels. Uh, he used the powers of illusion to pretend to be this giant, rich trillionaire tired of the world, man. Yeah, and- we don't really know. When this happened, because we know from these chapters that he like murders Bahuamutta and took takes his place at some point. Yeah, that but, was like, a disappointment, but that's fair. Well, we start on the Weenus in this particular book, so we know he doesn't start there. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I know that, but I was still hoping that Mutta had never existed, and just occasionally he was Roker Gepto would go out there and be like, "And I am Bahuamutta again." Like he created him whole cloth <laughs> from the beginning, just just in case he needed a rich guy persona for something later. So I'm a little sad that he basically just had him killed and then took his place. But yeah, we have learned we learned at the beginning of this chapter that Mutta, I'm sorry, uh, Gepta is basically a Stanislavski wizard. Oh yeah, I love that. He's like, oh man, I was so deep in character on Bahua Mutta, I almost succumbed to his depression. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, dude, wow. <laughs> yeah. Next, and, I'll be playing Lincoln. And it happens a lot. Like, we really commit to this bit that, that uh, for Roker Gepta's tricks to work, he has to full-on believe them himself. Which is a neat thing yeah. if it wasn't all based on tech. Because if this was like, no, it's magic or the force or whatever, and it's like, I have to believe the lie in order to force the lie to be true in reality, I'd be yeah. like, that's a fucking rad way to do magic. But instead, it's just, oh, I flip a switch and it makes me look like a guy, but I'm... 
method. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this chapter, does, or the uh, one of these three chapters kind of gives the game away and reveals that he's using a big pile of equipment with which to torture Lando and not wizardry. Yeah. So, he is not a true wizard. No true wizard. He might still be a true wizard. What if he's a techno wizard? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not owned. He might have used magic to summon that equipment. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> like, oh, I am magical. It's just all I can do is summon tech that does magic Where's my things. shotgun? <laughs> I'll just summon 50 more of them. Uh, so, Roker Geptas. <laughs> no sense of right. Well, mostly just lo- huge amounts of senses of wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, he captured Han after making the dramatic reveal. Lando. He captured Lando after making the dramatic reveal that he was Mutta all along. It was me! <laughs> this is your life, Lando. Uh, it- <laughs> From now on, that's what this beginning chapter is, is just Roker Gefta being like, and now the highlight reel of your dumb bullshit! <laughs> Here's why I hate that Galrissian boy! Uh, but... He's got Lando tied to a fucking picnic table, which is just, this is the beginning. This is a new chapter. He's got, he's got Lando handcuffed to a picnic table. He's, he's moved him up to where the orgy had been happening, but uh, has cleared out. I, I'm really curious what happened there. Like, did, did he show up as like the, in his insane turban, crazy eyed wizard costume and be like, okay, everyone can go. <laughs> all right. Fucking over. You're all free to go. Pants on each and every one of you. And there is a, Verizon gift certificate waiting in a stack by the bus. <laughs> Pants and refreshments available over yonder. <laughs> or do we think it's more likely he just turned off this the energy field that keeps the thing for, exposed to the vacuum of the space for a minute? He was like, I don't need that orgy pit anymore. Click, floating away, screaming, dying people. Click, turn it back on. No, because we know that he can't do that because we find out in this that the whole thing is just covered in an actual dome. Yeah, there's actually glass up there. So I guess we'll go with my original plan, which is that he just had a, a fleet of buses yeah. bring them here, space buses, no. and now he's just piling them back in. Just a freighter for sex havers. And you know, I don't think a single one of them is going to ask where Mutta is, you know, if he's like, yes, yes, all of you have been paid, get on the bus! I mean, like, here's yeah, the thing. Duh. If a trillionaire is like, yo, I just paid 300 people to bone down in my yard while I look on board from mm-hmm. above, and then someone shows up and is like, I'm a wizard and it's time for you to go. They're like, yeah, this is clearly a trillionaire move. Yeah. Like, how do you get rid of your orgy? You send the wizard. Oh, good Lord. Is that just the best way to end parties? Have we just, it's not that you put on the worst album. You just send in a person in a crazy wizard costume. You just have them go like, I, everyone leave. I'm a sorcerer. I'm the wizard and it is time for you to vacate this party. <laughs> Truly, if you must stay, then you have to clean. <laughs> Stay if you want, but I'll be doing dishes. <laughs> I'm turning on Bake Off. Everyone else can go. <laughs> you have a count of five until the sprinklers begin <laughs> to hose off your fluids. <laughs> From my Kentucky Blue. Uh, God bless. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's no one up there anymore except for Lando tied to a fucking picnic table, which I'm like, why are those even there? Those have to have just been there to be set up for the catering side supply for the fuck story. Well, I mean, he's on a weird, like, uh, one almost man. marble slab is what he is on. Oh, no, I know. It's like a fake marble co- uh, picnic table. So it's a nice picnic table. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a trillionaire's it, picnic table. But it's still a trillionaire. So first of all, why is it fake marble if it's a trillionaire's? It should be made out of that bleeding wood from that one book that wouldn't show up for another 20 years. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing. If you're Mutta, you're like... I don't want to sit on my sh- my picnic table and have it bleed on me. That shit sucks. <laughs> or he's like, oh, I don't care whether or not I, a picnic table bleeds on me. I care for nothing except yeah. Lasai and lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mutta, you hate Mondays. <laughs> oh, Bahua Field. <laughs> so tied to a picnic, t- or handcuffed really to a picnic table. Can't really see what's going on. He's phasing in and out of consciousness. But we don't open with that. We open with a dream sequence where Lando is 17 years old in his first sort of professional backroom sabacc game. Yeah. He manages to do the one thing that you assume happens a lot and sucks in these games, which is he declares that he has sabacc, but he does that 
like before he has actually put his cards into the field. And as he declares that and then goes to put them down, they change and he loses. <laughs> yes. And he's like, what? No. Oh, God. This is I, I stole money from my family to pay, play in this game. I'm losing everything. And then he wakes up. And this is when we get the big dumb reveal. Roker Gepta's torturing him, just like he said he would in the last chapter, torturing him to death. But how? By showing him every embarrassing moment of his own life. Death by chagrin <laughs> is one of those things in here that I was like, my dude, I get it. Mm -hmm. We've brought this up because you already tortured one dude by being like, you'll remember the time you tried to ask out a girl and she laughed at you. And he's like, that's how I keep the minions in line. But now he's like, oh, I'm going to do this forever. So how do you do it on the ship, you think? Given that we establish in the next chapter that Lando is tied to a uh, picnic table, <clears throat> not because it's a useful way to keep Lando in place, but so that he can't see the giant pile of equipment plugged into the back of his fucking head. How do you get that guy on the deck of the Wenis? I mean, I assume he has one of those, like, uh, when you're addressing me, please stand on the X. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he's got, like, the shitty uh, memory beam that can hit down on that it's one spot. Just a big machine with, like, a drop cloth thrown over it. Yeah. No, that's wizard equipment. You need ask no further questions. It's fetishes and charms. Yeah, it's just a blanket, and he put a bunch of stars on there and went, Wizard! <laughs> uh, it's gently beeping, sir. <laughs> ah, wizard beeps! Those are the, the beep squaws of planet Fuldua, a magical planet. <laughs> yes, I used famous beeping newts in my potions and unguents. My potions? <laughs> Too strong for you! <laughs> But yeah, so he's gonna, he goes into a whole story about it. He's like, this is the ultimate way to kill you, Lando. I'm going to show you every embarrassing thing you've ever done. I am. I love it. I'm glad that at least he doesn't leave it there. Because if it was just, I'm going to show you all the dumb shit that you did. When he originally said he was doing that earlier in the book, I was like, that is dumb as fuck. <laughs> Like, it's really just every moment of raw negative emotion. He's just going to show him a lot of, of moments where he's scared or sad. Well, the big thing is, he's when he explains it, he's like, what I'm doing is not only taking you to these moments that were, you know, frightening or embarrassing or whatever, but I am also removing your ability to deal with it. Because yes. normally, when something like that happens, we can kind of like shunt it away, or we can think of something else. And he's like, you know, you're a brave guy, and mm -hmm. bravery is normally taking something that you're afraid of and just sort of pushing it down so you can keep doing it. This process makes it so you can't. Yeah. You have to experience all of the fear and all of the embarrassment from these moments, and you are not allowed to look away from it. It's basically an adorably slow reveal, because when Lando comes out of the first one, he's like, well, that wasn't that bad. Because first of all, I remember that night very vividly. It was how I started my gambling career. And yes, I did have that moment, but... I then went on to win a shitload of money and took home more money than I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, but he's also like, but during that time period when he was showing it to me, I couldn't remember that. Yes. Like, you don't have access to your memories while you are doing the death by chagrin. But even then, he's basically defiant because he's like, wait, every time you finish torturing me, I come out and go, I, I can go, oh, wait, but I don't care because I got through that. I clearly did, as evidenced by the fact that I'm here now. So do your worst fucking Gepta. This is stupid. And Gept is like, I'm glad you're resisting, for here comes the next round. And we get another one, and it's, I don't even remember what the the, uh, the prison on the Rafa system where he got ah, hosed you. down. And the big thing about this is there's also a time dilation thing where he's like, all right, it felt like I was getting hosed down and basically tortured for hours. And he's like, yeah, that took me exactly 30 seconds to show you that. But it felt like it was taking forever. And that's how I break you. And that's your eternal torment that will last for days or perhaps weeks if I can do it. Because it turns out he's also got to be in there yeah, dicking he, around. So we get this whole thing where he's like, this is after the third one. At the second one, he just kind of Lando's like, I fucking hate you, you dumb asshole. And, and uh, Gepta's like, finally, resistance. Resistance is the spice that makes it all worth it. Oh, yes. Rage. Rage against the dying of your mind. Uh, and he puts him in for that one. And when he comes back out, 
uh, and he gets the resistance, he puts him into a childhood memory, like a really early childhood, where he gets separated from his mom in some busy city. Yeah, he's three years old, he doesn't know where his mom is, and... Then he starts hearing in the memory someone being like, you'll never find your mother. Ooh, you'll be alone forever. Ooh, you'll spend aeons and eternity in torment by yourself. Where's mommy? Not here. <laughs> and that's yeah. when we find out that Gepta's not just like zapping him and being like, okay, relive a thing. He has to go in there with it and experience the same thing that Lando is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has to... <clears throat> serve as a guide of the whole event as it happens. And this means when he comes back out, he goes like, mm, yes, that was a torment, wasn't it? I barely survived that one myself. And Lando's like, wait, what? Nothing, nothing, never mind. No, no wait, hold on. That sounded like you you got hurt by it, too. What's happening? Because I bet I can outlast you, you douchebag. And you're giving Lando way more defiance than he I has know. in this book. He mostly just sort of puts up with it. But then again, he has a lot of defiance on this book because this whole time he's surviving this, he's working a plan. I mean, not really. <laughs> like, honestly, until a distraction starts happening, every time it comes back from this, mm -hmm. he is like vomited all over himself yeah. or hurt himself while he's like, oh, while this was happening, I was straining so hard against these manacles that I have hurt myself. Yes, we have a moment where he notices that when he tries to move, <clears throat> he barely can uh, because of just how badly he's hurt himself trying to get out of, involuntarily get out of his restraints. Yeah, like when this is happening, it is actually for reals mental torture. So when, you know, he comes out of it, he's like, I've only been in there for 20 seconds, but my body has violently reacted to this every time. Yeah, but he is still trying to put up a defiant face. But yeah, Gapta goes into this whole thing where he's like, yes, I must go in with you. I'm your guide to torment. I must believe it if you ought to believe it. Because again, Stanislavski wizard. Yeah, he's great like, concept. I have to go in there with you because not only do I have to guide you to the most appropriately tormentous memories, but also they must be the correct ones for it to work my revenge. Yeah. Truly, only the most delicious memories will do. I also really like the uh, line where he's like, Surprised to see me? I bet you thought I died on the Rafa system during the uprising. Twas not to be! I really wanted Lando to be like, I have no idea who you are and why you are here. <laughs> be like, who the fuck are you? That would have been amazing if his response had been like, wait, didn't you work for Dutzmer? Weren't you Dutzmer's wizard? Aren't you? <laughs> wait, where have I seen you before? Hang There's on. two things. Either it was that... That one guy on the Rafa system, or did you do my cousin's birthday? <laughs> and just, just fuck with him. Yeah. We get, we get a little reveal here from Gepta as well, where he's like, yes, yes, you thought you're surprised to see me, but I'm not surprised to you, you see you for Lando. I have hounded you. Everywhere you went, the prices were too high. People wouldn't want your products. People chased you away. All Gepta. Yeah. I, <laughs> it is. So, so much that I want that to be like, wow, dude, get off my dick. Why are you obsessed with me, man? <laughs> like, Look, if you wanted to make out, you could have just said. <laughs> Look, dude, I get it. You're horny for the Calrissian. Everyone is. Is it the cape? It's usually the cape. It's either the cape or the mustache. Which one? Like, but look, I got to warn you. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. I only get busy with robots. <laughs> it would have been so good if he had been like, I have met you for two minutes and have never thought of you <laughs> like before or after I met you for those two minutes. Mm -hmm. What is your deal? <laughs> but yeah, it turns out that whole thing that happened on Dylan Exa 13 that we talked about. back. Well, in yeah, his, I mean the whole background story of I should have been like a multimillionaire selling off these life crystals. And yet I constantly got fucked by taxes and bribes and things that I had to do. It was all because Gepta was gaming the system, and this was no true free market. Had it been that a, a true small businessman could have flourished without the influence of these wizards. Of the man, here represented by a wizard. <laughs> Pictured, the man, parentheses, a wizard. So yeah, he's just been fucking with Lando the whole time just to keep him pissed off so that eventually when he had the moment, he could take his revenge. And he sensed the moment when this assignment came in to kill or to uh, arrest Bohua Mutta. Well, that was all, again, was part all of him, him as well. All him. He was like, I'm the one who set up 
that the government wanted to go get Mutta specifically because I also sent you the invitation to go to Ozeon to go gamble. And then I set up that you would have to come to this. That I'm like, dude, you could have just been like, I invite you to a place to gamble. Oops, it's a torture den. Lando's not exactly the smartest cookie. <laughs> he would have shown up on your weird torture thing and been like, where's the game? And then you could have blasted him. I mean, he's so for, he, he's so uninterested in Gepta in general that it literally could have been like an invitation to play Sabak from Roker Gepta. Please come to Roker Gepta's house of torturing and revenging upon Lando Calrissian. For and a Sabak game. He would have been like, ah, it's probably some other Lando Calrissian. <laughs> that could, I don't know who Roker is. I wonder who that's for. Is that for Al Roker Gepta? <laughs> the the fact that he is just like I've spent the last year fucking your life and setting up this moment. I'm like, why? Because <laughs> he's you're he's you, one of those. He's just one of those endless machination villains. It's it's just funny because it would be one thing if Lando had been in this series, someone who was like, ooh, I'm a tricky i'm gonna go around and i i know i'm always one step ahead and he's like i'll have to outwit him but lando is just like dick first into every scene he does not care all he wants to do is gamble that's all he wants so yeah gepta could easily murder him or gepta really at this point should have realized to cut his losses and been like yeah I, I didn't really get played by the master class in this one. I sort of just tripped over my own giant dick, and Lando just sort of bumbled past while that was happening. I don't need this revenge that bad. Yeah. He's like, man, you have spent so much time and allocated so many funds and various things to fuck a guy who basically was like, you tripped and spilled a drink on me, and I have obsessed over it ever since. <laughs> hey, fuck you, clown. <laughs> <laughs> Lando loved the circus. <laughs> the Roker Gepta story. <laughs> fuck you, Gepta. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Gepta. I would be amazed if that was the final response in this episode. Hey, fuck you, wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets up and walks away. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I want to say Gepta... No, that, that's all the, the visions. There isn't. A, they, they don't put him into another one. Instead, what happens is... I mean, we get uh, the kid one, and then we do get, I think... Is Don't we get one more? Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Instead, well, let's just skip to the next thing. They're out on that big lawn, right? So they they have a full view of space. And the flame wind is still happening. Oh, yeah. In between the terrifying visions and memories of dumb horseshit past, mm -hmm. he will come out of it and be like, yep, there it is. I'm sitting on a big grassy lawn, staring up at a dome, showing the flame wind. Yeah. And uh, while that's happening, all of a sudden there's a bunch of bright flashes against the, the dome, which are clearly they, they're loud. They're big, thunderous roars. So whatever they are, they are not just flame wind events. And they are the, the moment that one of them ru like rumbles the entire asteroid. That's enough for Gep to be like, what the fuck? And he, like, he just turns <laughs> well, yeah, around because at that point they have cracked the dome. And so a sucking wind mm -hmm. as you know all of the atmosphere gets sucked out from wherever they came in from starts happening and it's basically like a giant storm yeah and by they obviously we mean the only other characters that are alive in this story still the couple remaining fighter pilots from clint shanga's squad yeah our five fighters have shown up on this ozeon asteroid and have straight wrecked the dome and now they shoot the john was saying he's right they shoot the dome enough that a hole cracks in it, and now everyone's getting sucked out into the vacuum of space. And by everyone, we mean the only two people left, Roker and L Lando. But Lando's doing pretty well about this because he's chained to a giant marble coffee table. Yeah, and, you know, it's on the, I think, other side of the asteroid. So it's not like, and then get the, gets, like, lifted off his feet. It just feels like an incredibly powerful wind sucking in one direction. Yeah, there is one more thing I wanted to say about Gepta in this in this sequence, which is that he has a lot to say about reality and the nature of illusion and perception. Oh, yes, he because all reality is illusion. You yeah. see, ah, what we perceive is clearly not what is real for what is the real, if not illusion. And you're like, yeah, yeah, jerk yourself off some more. Yeah, he's just this whole thing where he's like, everything out here, oh, you think you're done, Lando? You think I've released you? Everything out here is as fake as everything in there so we get a lot more of that but now he's like what the fuck what the fucking fuck as he starts getting sucked violently <laughs> towards one of the god holes. damn it what asshole is shooting my dome now it's not as bad as normal because this place had a fairly low atmospheric in like anyway it was not the gravity wasn't super high uh, granted the pressure was probably normal so it's it's still scary but gepta has some power to him because he's able to resist this for a while 
but he's so distracted by what's happening that this is the chance for Lando to reveal his stupid plan. <laughs> so, But at least all the pieces are coming together. I mean, the thing is, Lando did not have a plan going in. What he had was a weird, dumb thing that he caused his robot to do. This is so role-playing game. This which idea. is like, this is definitely one of those things where if you're playing a game where you have the ability to flashback and do something, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. You're like, so it turns out I had those fishing rods broken apart and turned into armor sewn into my clothes. And you're like, what? I had my robot make me wooden splint mail. What? Why? <laughs> Did- well, what if I had to like block a sword or something? Why would you have to do you're, that? You're in Star Wars, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, it is Star Wars. Lots of people got swords. Yeah, and we swords that go through wood. We aren't sure if dinkleberry wood or whatever it was is resistant. It might have cortosis in it. We don't know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Plus, at this point, there's a very solid chance that Lando has never seen a lightsaber. I mean, the one thing I will say is at least there is one reason for him to be like, oh, I'll do that is because he has been donked by just a pipe. Yeah. So, but even then he's like, yeah, sew this into my clothes. And I know I got hit on the head, uh, but don't sew it into anything on the head. I just want to have weird stick armor inside of my clothes. Yeah, so all of his clothes have been opened up at the seams and fishing rods have been sewn into them in hidden positions. Uh, now this may sound, it, to me it sounds, you're right, it definitely sounds like you're doing like Blades in the Dark or something where as a, in a flashback moment you'd be like, ah, what you didn't know was I sewed fishing rods into all my, but to me it reminded me of like Dungeons and Dragons where you find a bunch of fishing rods and you're like, hey DM, I'm going to sew these to my clothes, what AC do I get? <laughs> uh, none, those are fishing rods, I'm just going to write down eight. Okay, <laughs> but but none though, because those are just fucking fishing rods, yeah, I'm going to put eight. <laughs> Can I... Can I fashion these rods into splint mail? No. <laughs> no, no. Splint mm, that's weird mm. because it says, it says right here that I have the crafting ability and also, fuck you. <laughs> do you really want to have this argument? Because I'm just going to write down fishing rod splint mail. <laughs> How much do you want to argue this? <laughs> I could just go buy splint mail, but I'm going to spend three hours arguing with you, Jerry. Why don't you just wear leather armor? Uh, I think you'll recall I spent my leather armor making fertilizer to sell to a moron. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, so anyway, it's true. That actually it's happened. It's all true. Uh, but now, as Gept is straining against the, the, the pole of the vacuum uh, or the rapid decompression of this atmosphere, he starts working a fishing rod out of one of his sleeves just one hand at a time, with one hand plucking at it until it breaks loose, and now he has a long stick. Well, <laughs> the big thing is, it lets him get his hand loose. Because yeah. it, it, he's like, oh, because it's around my wrist, and my wrists had fucking... Banded mail in them. <laughs> Splint bamboo mail. splints in it. If I pull that out, I can lower it enough that I can jimmy my hand through. Yeah. And then, as soon as Gepta's like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing over there? He just jams a bamboo rod into this dude's eye. And Gepta's like, no, ah, and ah fuck my ass. He's just got a fucking stick sticking out of his eye. Ah, Jesus, fuck my eye, Christ. <laughs> and he's, he's raving this way and that with this fucking shit sticking out of his face. And then the, a big gust of wind comes through, and it turns out that wearing a giant voluminous wizard robe is not the best idea. No, he just runs. He, he turns into a fucking kite and gets blown into a thorn no, bush. he runs. Who? Gepta. No, Gepta gets blown into a thorn bush. <laughs> Gep- I thought it was hilarious because he did that because it was so fucking cartoony that that would happen. <laughs> that he's just standing there with a fishing rod going, no, ah! And then wind comes and get, billows his robes out and blows him. He starts rolling down the tra- trackway. And as he's trying to right himself, he flies into at the book describes as a cluster of thorn trees <laughs> from which Lando describes emits a horrible series of screams. And I was like, fuck, they should just keep this going. Like, he goes through the thorn bush, and then, and then he finds a staircase. Oh, no, not a glass factory. <laughs> why, why does Bohua Mutta have a cheese grater museum? No! <laughs> oh, no, not the wide world of caltrops. Ow, 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 ow! <laughs> what is this room? Fire? It's just a room that's fire? <laughs> I hate Star Wars! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but yeah, he just gets sucked into a thorn thicket, which I don't know why he 
Mutta had that, I guess, to feel something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Once more through the thorn thicket, please, old man who pushes my chair. Please, <laughs> please tear at my flesh until <laughs> I have a reaction. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> He's got to be so pissed off. Mutta's dead, of course, but if his ghost was around watching uh, <laughs> Gepta go flying through that thorn bush and be like, ah, fuck, ow! And he's like, oh, I only to feel something as much as he does now. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I was him. <laughs> but it's just such a cartoonish way to get rid of him. You can't not love it. Oh, but he fucks off and then gets into his tiny little rocket and flies away. Yeah, that'll happen in a chapter or two. For no, now, man, he... Lando sees the rocket take off. No, he does, but he's when he's up in space fighting with the remaining fighters that he sees the the rocket take off. But anyway, um, what happens here is Lando's like still kind of tied to this thing, so he's starting to try and free himself using his free hand. When a snake comes out of the for the the, junk, the forest or lawn or whatever, it's just roughy raw. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a silver snake with a hand for a face and an eye in its hand. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you don't need to. You're, you're not even trying. Like, it would be one thing if you're like, oh, no, insult to injury. Now there's a snake. But instead it was like, and then a snake comes up. And also the snake is silver and it's Buffy Raw's arm. And I don't even know why I, don't I started I, this I, sentence. I don't think he was trying. I think I just think he thought it was funny. Like, I, I'm fairly certain that more than half of this book is just met, written because he thought it would be fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, there's that part where he thinks that the flame wind looks like all the colors of tricks. <laughs> so... Remember that? He was like, raspberry, red, lemony, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, and also Big Bird is a character in this. This is this is all for comedy. This is yucks. <laughs> this book is just whatever his kid was watching that day. <laughs> he was like, what do we got? Sesame Street on in the background? That's a character. <laughs> oh, Neal. what a commercial came on for tricks? Ooh, that's a chapter. <laughs> L. Neal Smith wrote this for the lulls. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Vuffy helps to free him, although he's mostly free himself, and Vuffy... Doesn't say anything right now because he can't. There's no mouth in this part of him. Yeah. So, but Lando still has, still says his same fucking joke he says every time he sees part of Buffy, where he's just like, oh, Buffy, you've got to pull yourself together. I've just been tortured for what seems like days. Buffy, whoa, take my wife, please. I'm like, <laughs> dude, come on. You see, Buffy, the thing about French people. No, you see the no, 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 no. The snake just violently waving back and forth. Please don't do a racism. No, no. <laughs> so anyway, they, the two of them have a an insane run for safety because, you know, the planet's getting, or the asteroid, is getting wrecked by Shanga and his fighters. Mm-hmm. So they start running as shit starts blowing up behind them. They have to go through a building. They, there's a point where they jump in a powered carriage and take it careening through a major garage. There's like all this shit where they're like in a wheeled cart and they're like, ah, we got to drive. We got to hard right turn. And Lando like hurts his head real bad. It's a whole adventure setting. At one point, that thing falls over. So they have to get out of it and run. And they jump out of a building right as it explodes. Yeah, it really is. No, the whole thing is like, <laughs> that's. That's a weird choice that you have made to just at the very end, like, and then they go on a series of weird, like, just vignettes of climaxes from action movies. Yeah, he goes like, oh, we got to go on a on a vehicle, and the vehicle tilts, and we have to jump out of the window. Anyway, now we're in a building, and the building blows up, and we don't look at it when it explodes. You're like, how, why are you doing this over and over again? How much do I wish that this had actually been filmed back in the 80s with Billy D. Williams participating? Right. Just... <laughs> Just running through building after building, and then he's like, they're like, don't worry, we're going to put the little tiny silver snake in and post. <laughs> <laughs> and he like literally jumps out of a building as it collapses behind him. Fighters shoot and, and uh, are, are shooting at the Falcon, but its shields are holding. They blow up the ground behind him as he makes his last ditch run for the Falcon. Yeah. And then he gets in and Buffy's like, Lando, I'll fly the ship. You man the guns. And Lando has to be like, hang on, old Buffy. Did you just recommend that I go perform violence upon another? You anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to wait for a response because that was a really good idea. You're absolutely right, though. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I should quit being an idiot about this and go. <laughs> so now, Lando, hopefully, having taken off his stupid outfit, has retreated to one of the gun emplacements, and now they're up in space. I assume they're staying close enough to this asteroid that the flame wind isn't fucking with everybody. Or maybe it's dissipating oh, it, now? No, I mean... The flame wind, they clearly say, is still there because they can't see shit. Yeah. None of their instruments are working, but they can still see 
you know, visually. No, I know, but they're not going crazy. Last time everyone went fucking no, crazy. No, their shields are up, remember? They oh, that's right. made their shields better. The shields the shields are keeping out the crazy pants. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, so yeah, the, the five remaining fighters are, like, the good ones. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we see at least one of them, I think, has gone down already, because I only remember two of them, because two follow uh, Lando, and then two attempt to blow up the entire asteroid. It's uh, it's three blowing up the asteroid and two after Lando. Um, and so he's dogfighting with two of them, and he's like, "Well, last two time." Oh, I that's had, right. Because yeah. because one of them has to go down with the uh-huh. ship. Yes, you're. <laughs> it's a rare event where I'm remembering everything. Yeah, but anyway, um, but yeah, so he he gets in this big dogfight with these two ships, and it's taking him forever. But eventually, one of them makes a mistake, and he gets the chance to blow it the fuck up. And then the other one just sort of he he gets he just gets it. it I mean. It, both of them are, all right, you made a mistake, and I get you. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, this guy's super good, but eventually I predict that when I make him move out of a certain direction, he's going to specifically come back and try and get behind me to murder me because mm-hmm. he is angry, and when he does, I'll just already have lasers there waiting for him. Yes. So that's what happens. He manages to take out those two, and then a couple of things happen at once. One, he looks down at the planet, and right as he does, he sees something really small leave the planet insanely fast. Yeah. And he's like, what Just a little dart goes, dart pew, just disappears off into space, uh, vanishes into the flame wind shit immediately. So he's like, what the fuck was that? But then he sees why it left with such alacrity, which is that the remaining three fighters have chained themselves back to the dreadnought warp drive and are hauling it at the asteroid. Yeah, they are planning to just be like, oh, I know, we'll create... A full like warp core detonation mm. of this uh, engine and just huck it at the planet. Now, two of them are able to get the cables off while they throw it at them, and the third one cannot and goes down with it. Gets dragged to hell by his own <laughs> screaming engine. It's a pretty fun description, uh, and it's definitely the kind of shit that would happen in a dogfight action movie. Is one of them going, "Oh God, my cable won't disconnect." Good Star Wars death, you know. A lot and of the, people die in X wings in Star Wars, and that explosion is massive like yes. asteroid destroying massive and of the two that managed to you know not be coupled to it when it went one of them just gets vaporized because he didn't get far enough away when the explosion hit mm-hmm. but the other one just goes spinning off yeah still gets hit by the shockwave but does not get absolutely vaporized meanwhile lando is fine he just they, they go fast the, the falcon's famously very fast yeah the falcon very fast and as we mentioned, they just super upgraded their shields. Uh-huh. So they're fine. They ride out the shockwave, come back, and we don't we don't know it until the next chapter starts. But the next chapter starts. I mean, we know it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, all, what I'm saying is what we don't know is that they decide, he decided to go back and rescue that unconscious pilot that survived. So the next chapter starts, and it's from fucking Glenn Shanga's point of view. He's the, obviously he's the sole survivor. He's the only one who has a name. Yeah. So, uh, Klinshanga is unconscious on the floor of the, on the deck of one of parts of Lando's ship. Well, I mean, we get the whole scene of him getting down. Okay. Cause they have to hook up the, uh, Falcon to the fighter and the whole time Lando's just like, all right, uh, well, my, my little sting beams are gone because mm-hmm. you know, they got taken when I got to fake mutt does. Yeah. Uh, and he just grabs like a random pole of titanium. And he's like, this would be way better if it was steel because titanium not as hefty. But I guess this will probably work. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes and finds Shanga in the cockpit, he's passed out. So he's like, all right, let's let's get this guy down. And then when he looks at him, he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't even have this. If I try to swing this at this giant fucking dude, he will grab it and beat the crap out of me. Yeah, we do get a good description of Shanga. He's got a week to, a week's worth of beard on him. He looks like a grizzled old man, but he's a badass. Oh, yeah. He is huge. Yeah. He's like, Lando, when he gets him down from the craft and into the Falcon, he's like, it, it is one-tenth gravity, and that is the only way this is happening, or this guy would have crushed me while i tried to get him down this ladder yeah and he's been squeezed into that tiny fighter this whole time it's oh like he's that, just been poured into that it little dude in the valley that little a huge dude in the tiny little volkswagen in the simpsons oh that is the uh, most expensive automobile i can afford <laughs> and uh now now he's splayed out on the deck of the falcon uh being when he eventually comes to he wakes up he's like oh, where am i who are you who are you? And Lando's like, hey, slow down. I've got hey, buddy. Hey, let's not do anything hasty. I've got questions for you. And then Shanga sees Vuffy Raw. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, destroyer of universes, killer of my people. <laughs> I shall kill you. And then Buffy, to his credit, straight up, just he's still in one-tenth gravity, launches himself off the wall at this guy and starts wrestling him. Yeah. And we're uh, like, what the fuck? Buffy can't attack people. But, I mean, he's not doing anything violent. He is just trying to restrain him. Yes. So he's like trying to, you know, wrap his various tentacles and whatnot around this guy. Meanwhile, being like, God damn it, Lando, you have a med kit. Sedate this dude. <laughs> yes. He's just trying to stop him from hurting everybody on the ship or himself. He's he's not violating his code. And in fact, he still doesn't know what the fuck is happening because the dude hasn't explained anything yet. He's just gone in coherent rage. Yeah. And, you know, I assume that his programming is you aren't allowed to hurt people except for probably self-defense. And when the guy says, I am going to murder both of you. Yeah. He's like, well, that gives me all the excuse I need. Yeah. Either that or he's like, oh, I detected, I detect that this guy's about to hurt himself. And one of the ro laws of robotics is I can't. No, there's no laws of robotics in Star Wars. <laughs> there's the exact same. There, well, there's five of them. They're Star Wars. They're different. Different robot Number one, laws. you belong to anyone who tells you you do. <laughs> Number one, uh, keep the Sabbath holy. Wait a minute. <laughs> Number two, thou shalt have no other Lukes before mine. <laughs> Aw, like no Luke's. <laughs> those, Luke's. Those are false idols. Any any clones of Luke oh. or Cade Skywalker's? Those don't count either. So yeah, Cade Skywalker is like the American Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Woof! Woo-ha! Guns. <laughs> He's like RoboCop. <laughs> exactly like RoboCop. The American Jesus. He's exactly like <laughs> like the bad religion song American Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, Lando does indeed go to the kit and get like one of those little, you it's know, little... hypodermic push button things. It's, and just... it, it's weird. It sounds like a pog or something. With yeah. It. He's got a little button. And if you press it like on one side, I assume it sedates and the other side, it does stim because he also has pretty much the same thing later on a stim pack. Yes. It's, it's the exact same device. He just flips it over. Yeah. So yeah, he's basically so got a one side chip. makes you smaller and yeah. one side makes you larger. He's got a shrink and grow poker chip. It's like a pim, one of those little discs in Ant-Man's tool belt. Yeah. But it makes you fall asleep. So he uses it on him and the guy gets sedated and goes right back down. And then he's like, I'm fucking mad now. That's Lando, obviously, because Fuffy like retreats back into the corner of the room and Lando like goes into a ball because he is not damaged, but uh, Lando's like, oh man, it fucked Buffy up like mentally to have to do any amount of violence. Yeah, so he goes, retreats into a little curled up ball of tentacles and his lights start flickering and dimming. And he's, uh, Lando very much is just like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck did you do? What did you do to my robot pal? He's the only person in the world I like. <laughs> this is my only friend and you're a piece of shit. So he flips the coin and he's like, I don't give a fuck if, if waking him up immediately after sedating him is bad. I'm fucking doing it. He takes some wire and like melts it with this dude's blaster mm -hmm. that he grabs off of him and then uh, like ties his arms and legs together with wire and then wakes him up with a stim pack and is like, all right, I have a gun pointed at your knee. Uh, you're going to tell me what the fuck is going on or I will joint by joint destroy you. And he, he's like, well, okay, fine. I'll tell you what. Literally, first of all, my name's Clint Shanga and I will tell you everything, my entire fucking story on the provision that when I'm done telling you my entire fucking story, you just put one through my head. Okay, buddy? Because I already lost. I can tell I'm wired down to the ground here and there's nothing for me anymore. So... Quick and clean, soldier death, can you just do me that favor? <laughs> Which, of course, makes Lando be like, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> just pulls the gun away. Yeah, he's, he's like, like ah, god, god damn it. Ew, you made it weird. I love that. The thing I love about that so much is that that's usually the outlook of action heroes, you know, like, fucking victory or death, my friend. But Lando is not that. No. And so when he when he gets confronted by this guy, he's like, I'm going to go hard in the paint to the end, fucker. Yeah, he's Lando one of those guys that is like... When you point a gun at him, he puts it on his forehead, and he's like, come on! Yeah. Do and, it! But Lando does not have the stomach or disposition to deal with that, so he just immediately goes, oh, no. Nope, never mind. Nope, nope, you're oh, free. Oh, you're all fucked up. <laughs> I, I want n nothing? No, no part of this. But look, look, let me just ask you. 
are you you're super pissed i've never heard the name clint Sh- i think that though his part where he's like what the fuck kind of name is clint shanga and i'm like, <laughs> I'm like dude you're in star wars how dare you <laughs> You just got off a planet for belong to bohua mutta you went there with Wewa Fibot and bassy voba and then you were caught by roker gepta <laughs> how are you like clint shanga what a weird name <laughs> you got sent there by lob and vuffy raw went with you the fuck is wrong with clint <laughs> But la- but the reason they do it, it's pretty obvious. It's not because it's not a, a regular sounding Star Wars name, but rather so that Vuffy can be like, wait, did you say your name was Clint Shanga? Oh, I know who this is, Lando. I can explain everything. Oh, oh, you come from this weird thing. All right. <sighs> okay. So, yeah, I did kind of. I am sort of the reason his society got destroyed. <laughs> I love he's like, all right, fine. Yeah, I did destroy this guy's yeah, society. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yep, hands up. Nope. Oh, well, you, you did it. You got me. <laughs> And, you know, the guy is also like, all right, my dude, why are you with this murder robot? And he's like, dude, this he's just a droid. Oh, is that what he told you? No, no, he is. I've seen him disassembled because this guy, when he first met Vuffy Raw, Vuffy was made up to look like an organic being. So he thinks Vuffy is a dude like a Shumagorath. Yeah. (laughs) So so he's like, all right, all right, I'll tell you the whole story. And I forget the name of the the system they're from. It's Um, like Rastafarian or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty close (laughs) to that. It's the Rotastrian or something. Rosicrucian. Yeah, (laughs) it's the Rosicrucian. (laughs) Renatasia. Renatasia. So this dude is from the Renatasian star system. Which, this is Vuffy Raw telling the story, because Klinshank is a little too freaked out. He's like, the, the deceiver, he won't fool me with that metal shell, that kind of shit. But he's like, look, he's from Renatasia. It's a star system that no one is sure when it got settled by humans, but it did. It's, it is prehistoric in it, when it happened. Anthropologically, it was settled so long ago that it predates when most people think that humans got space flight. But it it did get settled really early, so... And then it got lost. Like, no one went there again after that until, like, the Imperial era. Yeah, the people who settled there just backslid from being able to be, you know, planetary intergalactic uh, explorers to just going to, essentially, uh, 20th century tech. They backslid from planetary intergalactic to intergalactic planetary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> another dimension. Another dimension. So... So he, he's like, yeah, so that's that's the Renatasia backstory. They had started technologically advancing again, but they had not gotten to the point of warp or of uh, hyperspace travel. Yeah, they're, they are very much Earth. Yeah, they, they are. They're 20th century technology. They have, you know, space travel in as much as we do. Mm-hmm. And they were also like the only planet ever that we ever see, which is, oh, yeah, it had different nations. There wasn't just a planetary government. Yeah. Yeah, so we're yeah, it's basically just an Earth story. Might even might even been a joke about Earth for yeah. all we know. Like I, I would imagine that maybe they, that got shot down. That originally Clint Shanga's name was like Clint Eastwood or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the kind of thing where I kept looking for. All right, where's where's the subtle reference that this is just Earth? But I think it was mostly just a joke for. Oh, these guys are basically backwoods barbarians, mm-hmm. and then describes exactly Earth. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. But uh, I discovered it back when my owner prior... This is many, many, many owners prior to you, Lando. Well, no, it's his previous archaeologist just, oh, that he won right. him from. I forgot. He, Yeah, he was the it was the said archaeologist from the beginning of the first book, wasn't it? Yeah. So this isn't even that long ago, which makes it crazy that Clint Shanga is like, so grizzled and desperate. I guess he must have owned him a long time. I mean, as far as the story goes, it's, all right, we fucked this place up real bad, and then I think it's been like a decade since that happened. Right. So also the empire fucked up Ranastasia real quick. Yeah. So I'm thinking the timeline is maybe 15 to 20 years ago. This happened. Yeah, that could be, but basically what happened was the anthropologist who we met in the very first uh, chapter of the very first Lando adventure book owned, uh, Vuffy for the, for a while and was using him as like a pilot. The same thing that Lando is using him for now. Yeah, he's just, just my valet. Yeah. Uh, they found the planetary system, and rather than try to freak them out by being like, hey, there's humans everywhere, and you guys are just the cavemen, he was like, I'm going to send you as my as the person in charge, and I'm just going to be your assistant. That- oh, yeah, because the whole idea was, oh, we found a backwoods planetary system. We are going to enslave them and use them yes. for whatever we want. We are going to full-on, you know, colonize them. Yeah. And so the way we're going to do this is, because you look weird, 
I'm going to make you all flesh colored and then you'll be the weird alien overlord from outer space who has come bringing many fine gifts. Yes. What was that guy's name? Oh, Defa Osuna Wet. Is that right? I'm trying to remember know, the name dude. of that dude. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, so yeah, he gets sent down to the planet where he like becomes the benevolent bringer of gifts from the stars. I mean, that, that's that's something that Buffy did. I got to imagine he was like, I can't allow these people to come to harm, but I, I have to order follow this dude's orders. So yeah, he spends a couple of years being like, hello, my friends, I bring the gifts of space equipment and medicine most exotic. Yeah, he's basically spends about two and a half years just being like, ah, and here, advanced farming tools, because the whole thing is he's like, all right, we got to give them enough stuff to make them go, oh, these guys are, you know, very advanced and we can give them special gifts. But the whole two-year period is setting them up to be taken over because the whole point is, all right, let's give them one of those whole planetary governments mm -hmm. so that, that we've got everything under one we umbrella. Consolidate their 50 militaries into one military and then fire 90% of it. Yeah, it's like, oh, we come from... Uh, peaceful, sir. We come from peaceful space. Mm -hmm. You will have no need for your previous militaries, for you no longer need to fight as nations, but you'll be invited into our uh, planetary empire. Mm -hmm. And then, it, no, the planetary empire shows up and is like, fuck you, that's mine. By the planetary empire, we just mean the regular empire. <laughs> shows up with a full fucking fleet and it's just like, hi, yeah, you all live and work for us now. Yeah, it's a good thing you don't have a military, huh? Isn't that great? And then the empire... They, they kind of foment a rebellion. Everything goes all sideways. Oh, yeah. And Every, people... like, city and nation that was like, oh, you you thought you were going to have a unified planet after two years? No, they immediately uh, shatter into their previous nations and cities, and all of them resist you. Yes. And 90% of them die. Yes. The, so the whole planet, it's not Vuffy who does this necessarily, although he was the vanguard of it. No, Vuffy yeah. doesn't kill anyone. He's just he a, just sets up the bullshit. And that's even the thing. Like Lando's like, see, look at him. He's literally programmed not to hurt people. And Shanga has a good response. He's like, yeah, you don't need to hurt people to order people to hurt people. Yeah, you can order someone to murder a guy, and that doesn't make you less guilty. Yeah. And, and But Vuffy's like, yeah, I never gave a single order in my life my job was to i was basically acting like a puppet for this dude. i am a droid i have to do the things they tell me unless it goes against programming but, you know that doesn't work on shanga shanga doesn't know what the fuck a droid is he's just like what the the fuck you're just a lying monster so basically lando's like look look at him he's just that little wrestling match a second ago he's half dead from exertion and, and like stress he's never gonna hurt you and he he doesn't want to hurt your planet at all. And there's your I I apologize that you've dedicated your life to revenge, but you've been going after this little puppy robot. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You yeah. Felt you basically went ah I know who is to blame this puppet that a guy used. Yeah. It's the Empire. Yeah. You should be angry at the Empire. Yeah. But that that won't work on. It's too late. This guy's dedicated his life. So Lando's like, look, knowing what you know now, and you can you can even see it in Shanga's face that is he's fall he's crestfallen, realizing that his life has been a waste. He's like, look, knowing what you know now. If I let you go, will you still try to immediately murder Buffy Raw and me? And he's like, fucking yes. You're goddamn right I will. <laughs> and he's like, fine. Come on, Buffy. Let's go. And just locks him in the room. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll, you know, give him food and keep him alive. And Buffy's like, hey, man, that's fucked up. Yeah. We should help this guy. Now, he and doesn't know what Lando has at the moment. No, Lando's just like, nah, man, I'm going to, I don't know, drop this guy off somewhere. And then I'm going to live the high life. Because I got, you know, 173,000 credits from the Lob gambling Luff. shit from Lob de Luff. Yeah. And <laughs> Buffy very rightly is like, dude, I have seen how you go through money. That will last you a week. Well, he's like, yeah, you've seen how I go through money when when I'm being hounded across the earth by Roka Gepta. I, I, I don't know if he'll still be doing that, but he's like. He's like, yeah, no, that still isn't enough for you to be a rich guy. Then Lando's like, I might have also pocketed the 20 million credits that Bohua Mutta tried to give me. You so know, I might have 20 million credits. I might have 20 million 173,000 credits. <laughs> and then Buffy's like, Master, you really ought to just give that to this guy so we you can You know fix how Renastasia. fucked up Renastasia is. <laughs> 20 million credits would go a long way to helping fix them. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And I'm going to enjoy being rich and not giving that to him. Oh, double deuce. And that's the end. That's where it, it's just, it's just him going, being like, like, uh, yeah, you're right, Buffy. It totally would turn his whole society around. Or I could be rich. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to love being rich. Bye. <laughs>
So that's where it ends. He's got this crazy angry pilot in his hold who would kill him if he could, but he can't. He's just going to get dumped on a planet somewhere. I I mean, I have to assume that that's the end of this book and that what actually happens is that Lando is like, eh, fine, here's a bunch of money. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but it's, I feel like even that isn't a safe thing to do. Like, this dude's obsessed. I feel like if you gave him 20 million credits and were like, fine, take this back to your people and start rebuilding with our apologies, he'd be like, hmm, how big of a warship can I buy for 20 million credits to chase you and hunt you with? What's the biggest gun I can get for 20 million credits? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Can you drop me off near the uh, 20 million credit assassin store? (laughs) Who can I hire for murders? (laughs) Ooh, a gurry. You don't say. Ooh, I'll get two. (laughs) Two gurries with with four million in change. (laughs) I'll start a fuckload of bands. <laughs> and I'll send the bands after you. <laughs> oh, God, Modal notes everywhere. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fact that this entire book just ends with <laughs> very clearly Lando being like, Yes, I'm a good person, and that would be a very good thing to do. I'm not going to do it is amazing to me that it's just like, that's the end. If you don't read the next book and figure out that he does something in that, you're like, Jesus, Lando, fuck. I mean, that makes sense as an ending. You could be like, oh, that's a, you're right. That's absolutely true, but I'm not going to do it. End of story. Next time we see him, what do you know? He owns a $20 million uh, hovering mining platform over Bestman. I wonder how he got that. Huh. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Kids these days just need to stop having so much avocado toast and really get down and work. I have my own business, and all I needed was a small 20 million credit loan from from Bahuamutta. Who died, so I didn't have to pay it off. The loan was forgiven. (laughs) Bahuamutta's ghost, oh, I didn't forgive that loan. I hate Lando's. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to kick Lando off the table. If I ever learn how to force ghost, I'm going to mail Lando to Abu Dhabi, which is a Star Wars planet. <laughs> That's a planet. <laughs> you don't know it isn't. Shut up. Uh, and there you go. There's there's the end of the flame wind of Ozion. Now, if you're if the question you're going to ask yourself now is, are we going to keep going and do Star Cave of Thonboka? Obviously, yes. I mean, we're not going to leave a job unfinished. <laughs> we're two thirds of the way through. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> What, are we going to stop now? I mean, how good would it be if we were like, yep, that's it. End of story. <laughs> Lando gets 20 million bucks and nothing bad ever happened again. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, we're going to do everything we always do when we finish a, a uh, series of this book. We are going to do, uh, next week we'll do a wrap-up episode. Yep. Uh, so send in your questions. Uh, hashtag flame flame wind. wind. Hashtag yep. flame wind. Any questions you have about anything at all, Star go to Wars. Our, go to our Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find that if you go to System Mastery uh, on Twitter, just at System Mastery. You can find a permanent link to the Discord there. Yes, you can. Uh, and just head into our Expounded Universe zone and hashtag Flamewind and whatever question you want for the wrap-up. Uh, or anything else. Any Star Wars questions at all are perfectly acceptable. Eh, just ask us stuff. Who yeah, cares? Stuff. I don't, I don't give, give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, man. I like casting a wide net. Finding the good questions, I like you know? to cast a wide range of spells, but I'm Roker Gepta! <laughs> I just, that's why I want to do the next book so much. Roker Gepta. More, more Gepta. He, you know, the, one of the saddest things about uh, Shizor is that there's only one book about him. <laughs> so, I mean, there might be more now. They may have added him to other stories. Nah. Uh, I, like, especially because there's a whole bunch of shit written in that clone, that post I mean, we, Wars era. I mean, we 100% skipped the one book he was in and went to the second one. <laughs> That's right. He's the first book in that detective series, and I didn't know. Yeah. We only <laughs> found out that Shizor was one of the main villains of that series by reading the second book and going, wait a minute, what happened in the first? Oh, God damn it. I picked the second book because I didn't want to do, spend an entire episode just doing introduction chapters, and I, I, I paid the price for you it. You fucked up. I did. I did. But hey. Ask us those questions. After that, we usually take a week off before we start another book. This time, no big surprise. We are definitely going to finish this up and do Star Caves of Thonboka to really wrap up the Lando series. Just wrap it on up. Just get done with it. And uh, hey. 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 How you doing? Hey. Hey. Give them what they want. (laughs) Hey. Get off my cloud. (laughs) Sorry. That was not supposed to happen like that. Thank you so much for listening. What I meant to do was pitch the Patreon, which has its new monthly tiers. It's a great thing to come out and help us with. 
patreon.com slash system where we make bonus content for this show and every other show that we make that's free indeed so if you want to get that stuff head to patreon.com slash system mastery at this level the four dollar level you'll get the expanded expounded universe where we tell stories we find on wikipedia and the system mastery bonus content where we make characters in the game we just reviewed uh, that's the two dollar level if you just want that and then there's a ten dollar level that gets you everything plus a bunch more yeah ten a month gets you also the tv mastery where we go through some weird old tv shows and review those as well you get the monthly afterthought if you like our wrap-up episodes for this you will love the afterthought because it is all just shaggy nonsense and questions from listeners it's a wrap-up of good sense it's just every month we get together and go hey man y'all got bits and we just do bits. That's all we do. And anyone anyone who knows us personally, like has met us in real life, will tell you that that's what we do anyway. That's yeah. just how, this is what we do all we the get time. To, once a month, we get together, but now the mics are on. That's the only difference. <laughs> so, hey, it's a good deal. Uh, join us. Good entertainment value. About 9 to 11 bonus content episodes a month. Uh, otherwise, hey, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with yet more Star Wars content. Until then, I've been Elan Sleazebagano. And I've actually been Roka Gepta the whole time! Ah, I never knew! <laughs>